It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. Good afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. We've got a fun, fun guest for you today. We're going to be talking all about angels, uh, one of the favorite topics of the show. But first, of course, we have our little section from my book, uh, everyday awakening and uh, uh i'm going to talk about that in a second also just wanted to let you know like if you're noticing some changes of the schedule here on talkradio.nyc we, we're going to have a couple of new shows coming on in august and september um or in september um some shows might be getting moved around a little bit so you want to keep an eye on the on the schedule on the website so uh and if you haven't yet you know please sign up for the newsletter uh, talkradio.nyc just so you can keep up to date on all the latest with the station all right so uh let's get into our little uh section from my book everyday awakening which you can get of course at everydayawakeningbook.com and this section is called the three most powerful words for growth whenever we start to learn something new it is hard to forget what we already know we have accumulated so much knowledge over a lifetime that it is hard to see things that are new or to see familiar things from a different perspective. At these times, the three words, I don't know, can be immensely powerful words indeed. To cultivate a beginner's mind, an attitude of openness and receptiveness, we can practice the phrase, I don't know. To admit that we only know less than one billionth of what's out there, we can say, I don't know. Sure, we may know a lot. Sure, what we are hearing may seem trite and boring. Yet we are different people than when we heard it before. Our experiences are different. Our perspectives are different. Our energy is different. So even though we have heard the lesson before us a million times, embracing the mindset of I don't know can help us hear it in a new way, to see it in a new context, to accept it at a deeper level. We can all use a little more humility. We can all use a beginner's mind to help us be more open, more flexible, more creative. How many times have we said, I know that, when in fact, we didn't. How many times, even if we did know some great concept, we didn't put it into practice? 
sometimes it's not about knowing it or understanding it. It's about letting what we are being taught in to profoundly affect us, to change us, to surrender to what we are learning and what it really has to teach us. So where do you say, I know that, when there is something new for you to take in? So I, I really love this, this, this section of the book. Um, and it, it's something that at the time that I wrote it, I, I mean, I'm fairly good at, at really seeing things uh, from a beginner's mindset that I try to really embrace things. And, and it was just, I was at this, this group and, and, and the person who was running the group, you know, was saying like, look, you may have heard some of this before, but try and, and listen to it as if it's for the first time. And it just really struck me because many times I, I know I can hear it in the back of my head. I know that. I know that. And it really caught me about how much, when I say I know that, how much it doesn't allow me to take it in again. And, and there's an old, I believe it's a Buddhist expression that you can never step in the same stream twice, right? Because the water is always running. And we really can never learn the same thing twice because we're different people. We've experienced more life. We've experienced something different than we did before. So whatever we're hearing today, even though it may be uh, uh, something we've heard many times before, we are different. And where we're different, what we hear, what we see, what we experience, it affects us in a different way. You may have heard an, an antidote or a story about something 10, 20, 30 years ago, and you got a certain something out of that story. And then maybe you heard it again like five years ago. Maybe you got something a little different out of it. And then maybe you just heard it yesterday and you go, oh my God, I just realized like, like there's something even deeper about it that I never understood. And so when I really learned to take in this idea of keeping a beginner's mind and, and just saying, I don't know, it, it's such a powerful tool for our, for our personal growth, for our inner growth. And, and so, and for me, this is really beautiful because I'm, I'm holding a group tomorrow night, Friday night. And, and this was one of the themes that uh, I, it, it kind of felt was going to come up for this group is this theme of being in the unknown, of, of, of just being in an experience that like, we don't know what's going to happen. I don't even know what's going to happen. And so it was funny because I was talking to one of my mentors yesterday and, and she said to me, and, and you know, what's the best way to get your people to be in the unknown? And I'm like, what? And she said, be in the unknown yourself, 
be in the unknown of what about what's going to happen with the group be in the unknown and and live it and i was like oh yeah absolutely of course of course it makes perfect sense ah and i see loyal listener sanaya saying hi yes my perception changes often reevaluating can be exciting absolutely sanaya thank you and sanaya by the way i hope you caught uh, pat duckworth's show hot women rock this morning if you missed it catch the recording later on there's something uh, special in there her guest is is uh, going through something i think you you might get a little bit out of so you definitely want to check out that show um i always love when my loyal listeners check in and i have to acknowledge them so thank you and 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 just as a reminder to everybody like like as we're going through the show today, if, if you're listening through the Facebook live video, if you have questions, comments, please make sure to put them in there. Uh, we, we've got someone who's a real answer machine today, but but he's not going to answer it for you. He's going to teach you how to answer it for yourself. Anyway, so um, so this this wonderful section of my book, the three most powerful words for growth, they are, I don't know. And so perhaps maybe our homework for this week or our play work or play for this week is going to be just playing with that phrase. I don't know. And just paying attention to the situations you find yourself in where you would normally say, oh, yeah, I know that. Oh, yeah, I know that. And, and, and catch yourself when you do say, I know that and, and pause for a moment and say, okay, maybe I do know that, but let me act as if I don't know that. So I'm, 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 not, I'm not saying like you, you should say, yeah, I don't know anything, but act as if you don't. Like just for a moment. That, you know, there, there are many times I've re-listened to things, uh, taken the same workshop or, or, or gone to the same thing more than once, or I've seen a speaker who I've seen many times before. And I find that just when I cultivate that, that, I don't know. Let me just listen as if it's the first time I'm listening, even if what I'm hearing is familiar, somehow it just, it allows me to take it in a little more deeply or take it in a little differently. So let's, let's uh, just allow that to be in our awareness this week. Right. I don't know, you know, Oh, I do know. Okay. I do know, but let's act as if I don't know. All right. Does that sound good? Everyone on board with that? All right. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Now it is my extreme pleasure to welcome to the show, Michael Andre Ford. Uh, uh, Michael Andre Ford is an angel intuitive based out of San Antonio, Texas. I was actually just in San Antonio in January of 2020. We had our, our annual conference there. It's, a, it's kind of a neat little place. His unique ability to pull back the veil means people get to meet, hear, and see angels, spirit guides, and other well-known compassionate figures. Michael connects you to yourself and the universe without a barrier. It has been described as unimaginable work that no one does yet. As Michael moves energy, you transition out of thinking and into your heart where all is possible. There you hear, feel, and see the beautiful things that are here to support you on your present journey. There is healing as well. Michael believes that the greatest form of human compassion is to empower people. See, you know, this is my, he's my guy. To get them to get their own answers to their life's questions. He shows the way to shift how you exist and see. Michael has published the book, Listening to Angels, which he says was actually written by angels. 
if you can allow for that. So welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Michael. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Um, you know, I, 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 I like talking about things on my show that that are, uh, well, let's say not not always the, the typical or normal stuff uh, that we, people talk about. And and though angels, they say, are, are pretty popular. Like, I think I heard a study once that said like 70 percent of Americans believe in angels. It's uh, it's definitely popular in England and America. I've seen some of those studies. It's good stuff. And thank you for that segue. The introduction. I loved it. It triggered a memory of a famous quote at this end. Uh, you do not have to say it, explain it, or understand it to know it. And just to add one more insight, um, I've probably watched that gymnastics movie, Peaceful Warrior, Dan Millman. It's been around uh, forever. It's like an adult karate kid. I think I'm on my 40th time watching it and still having <laughs> material come out at me. Uh, but back to angels, uh, they exist if you can allow for that everything else unfolds. I help tee the experience up and I almost step aside, but I energetically connect with folks and I just right. help them use all their abilities, their innate inner abilities. abilities. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, one of the interesting things about angels is it really cuts across almost all belief systems because I mean, of the three major religions, they, the Bible talks about angels many times throughout the text. So, um, and, and people who, who aren't religious and have a very spiritual bent, they, you know, talk about and believe in angels. So it's really, to me, it's kind of one of those topics that you can really pull people together, except for those real hardcore skeptics, materialists who like don't believe in anything they can't see, feel, taste, and touch. Um, though I have a feeling you've probably dealt with some of those in your lifetime. I have, and I'd put it two ways. One, it's just, there's a lot of thinking going on. Call it whatever you want, just being up in the brain. Secondary organ, according, according to Joseph Campbell. Um, mm. Everyone gets stuck up there. You believe it to be completely real help people just transition out to get a bigger experience of the universe. And I'll use the word faith, but it could be non-religious or religious. I call it just letting go. You have to have the willingness to do what you said earlier. Let go of what you know long enough to let the experience come to you. Yes, you'll get all your knowledge back and who you are, but just briefly do listening without listening. The Zen thing, do basic listening, full attention, full present moment, full stop. And why not then get all your answers at any level of detail on any topic? So it's great for scientists, athletes, you name it. Yeah. Um, but I had a business background in New York, uh, a lot of lawyers for a lot of years. In the 90s, I was there probably a total of 20 years, two different stints, but public relations. I was at a billion-dollar law firm on the last go-around, their top public relations guy worldwide. Wow. And there's a little bit of thinking that goes on in law firms. So yeah, I, just a little bit, just yeah, a little bit. I thought people were cranky or whatever. I mean, I'm a public relations guy. So I put people on the front page of the Wall Street Journal on CNN back when the media was more uh, normal or just, you know, the way media used to be. Um, so I made people happy. I was a rainmaker that way. And then I picked up some gifts and we'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. Let, let, let's hold on to that for a second. We need to take our first break. And so when we come back, I just wanted to ask you a little bit about your journey from becoming that, you know, uh, Wall Street working with lawyers, like a high powered person into this guy who now like connects people to angels. Okay. Sounds good. 
Awesome. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on talkradio.nyc and all over Facebook on Facebook Live. And of course, afterwards, you can always catch the recordings on all the podcasting platforms. I don't think there's one out there I'm not on. So just let me know if you find one that I'm not on and we'll get on there. And we will be right back after these messages. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you interested in having a better relationship with yourself, others, and God? Greetings. I'm your host, Dr. George Andow, for the show, A Journey Through Into Awareness. On my show, we journey into the awareness that the mind of God is the true seat of our personal consciousness. We join together each Monday at 7 p.m., so tune in on Talk Radio NYC. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your conscious consultant. And on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. Listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Michael Andre Ford, all about angels. So, uh, Michael, I want to ask you, because you had, you know, you were a, a very successful business person. You worked in New York City for many years with lawyers and, and, so, and relatively, I would say, I mean, public relations can be a fairly high pressure situation. Was this I don't know what you want to call it, a talent, a gift, an innate ability of yours of connecting with angels. Was this something that like there were inklings of this when you were a kid or when you were younger, or is it just something that kind of developed later in life? Was, was there something that happened that suddenly, boom, there it was, or was it something gradual that developed? Well, uh, I definitely was in New York City for a long time. I graduated from college and had already lived on a military base, Governor's Island, and said ah. over my dead body, I'd move back to New York. So, of course, my first big job was Wall Street for a couple of years. I've always looked super young. I landed into public relations and like a duck to water, just started doing great work there. I think I peaked out at 1,100 media interviews set up in a year, 27 in a day during the Lehman crisis was making $230,000 a year. 
The bottom line is though, uh, got to meet a lot of folks, amazing folks, but some that were you know, a little more heavy thinking. I just thought they were cranky. And uh, everyone in New York thought I was from California. I was always smiling, talking to the cab driver, talking to the security guard, pretty much anyone. And uh, I didn't know much more than that. To be honest, uh, I got a layoff during after the Lehman crisis. It was a bane. It was a boon. Uh, 72 of us, an hour's notice. I was the only one excited. I bought the home in Austin, Texas. I had no game plan. Uh -huh. So I almost did the Toyota jump for joy, but it would have been inappropriate. I moved to Texas and I had a, besides the layoff, I had a bunch of other usual life events all at once, kind of popped me out of thinking. I started hearing, seeing, feeling. I grabbed a camera for, as a security blanket. I started snapping photos of not just balls of light. Um, a lot of people call that orbs, but I have shapes. Uh, I'm going to pop a fairy up on the screen. I have shapes of fairies, angels, archangels, blah, 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 10,000 photos. But that was really a crutch for me. And I used to hand the camera to others once I started helping them. They could take the photos. But that's kind of gone by the wayside since people can see directly mm. an angel standing before you. But I mean, like, so was this something very sudden, very like just out of the blue that happened to you? That, that, uh, that it was gradual over about a year and a half. I had to take a little more responsibility for living, like cooking, filling my place with, you know, living. Actually, I never viewed, if I've moved 25 to 42 places plus Paris for a year, I never really viewed any of the places that I lived as my space. So that was the first lesson, was learning to stick my elbows out. I talked to 70-year-olds, teenagers, a lot of folks were like, no, I come first, I'm in my space, that's it. It was a concept that was foreign to me. And then the concept that there might be something beyond thinking, uh, beings, unconditional love beings, or just beings in general, there's a whole spectrum. I don't deal with negativity. I'm a positive, happy guy. I just help people uh, deal with unconditional love and get their so, answers. So it sounds like when this kind of came to you that it, it, I mean, was it a big shock? Was it a big, like, like, whoa, what the hell's going on? Did you think you were going crazy? How did, how did that? Uh, not crazy, but a massive shock because, you know, Oprah was my Baltimore newscaster in the 70s. So the closest uh, I had gotten was maybe Super Soul Sunday. I only did half my readings of Plato back in college. I was not a bad student, but that was something I had to cut out of the, you know, out of my work daily chores. You can mm -hmm. meet Plato directly. Um, so I've caught, I've caught a little bit of grief from him over skipping the reading. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, so there was a long learning curve. I was grabbing every intuitive around me by the lapel saying, what's going on? Half my friends were intuitive. I didn't even know it. I had a girlfriend who was intuitive uh -huh. back then. I never doubted her. I got goosebumps, but I couldn't correlate. I couldn't get past uh -huh. that concept. I didn't know what it meant. It's kind of uh -huh. like never going to summer camp. And until you go to summer camp, you don't know what it's about. Gotcha. Gotcha. So it was kind of like you were exposed to stuff, but you never really had an experience of it that you could wrap your... your I couldn't your, grasp it. You couldn't grasp it. Got but it. I'm also a really dense guy. Like I'm smart. But what takes me two years to learn, I help people in 10 seconds. So I'm uh -huh. slow on the front end, but I'm very quick for passing it along. Right. And so once you kind of got like, this is something, there's something to this. And, and, and like you said, you're capturing these pictures and, and, and doing all this stuff. Like, uh, did, did, did you, when you started to tell your friends and stuff, did people think you were crazy? Was it difficult sort of transition to go from like, high powered, you know, New York PR executive to somebody who's like talking about angels and guides and non-physical beings? 
Yes, no. I mean, I think uh, it's like anything else. Uh, I would describe if anybody has a passion in life and they want to pursue it, it's like standing on the rock on the edge of the ocean. You're going to get knocked off by waves, but if you just get back on your rock and let the universe do its job or whatever you want to call it, life unfolding, mm-hmm. you're going to get in the direction that is your passion. And so for mm-hmm. me, this became the passion. It's all about just the heart. It doesn't matter whether you're from India or it's the Buddhist thing or it's woo 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 spiritual or you don't deal with any of that. You're just a business person who's disciplined and wants right. to get their answers. Right. So it's that unfolding where people get to get more from their current life experience. They can get unstuck or they can just get pushed forward to be able to follow more of their passion. You know, I've heard it said that like the most difficult 18 inches we'll ever travel is from our head to our heart. That's it. I'm curious, what was difficult for you of getting to your head to your heart? Oh, it took me six months to figure out that Plato was real or these Native American chiefs. I've had two parents pass over. 1970, when I was two, a Navy fighter pilot type, put him into Arlington in 1998. He was 25 or 26 when he passed. Nobody recovered. It was his time to go. Um, And then my mom passed when I was just turning 23. Those two hurdles were what I've heard as part of my path to be able to help people, not just meet angels, my actual skills helping meet their own cheerleading squad. Angels, Mm -hmm. guides, uh, other unconditional love beings, plus family members. Mm -hmm. You can get a full-on experience with Uncle Joe or your aunt Sarah. But that's a lot to take in, so we'll, we'll punt on that. Yeah, my, my, my audience, they're pretty sophisticated this way. I see even Pat, loyal listener Patty, who's tuning in this week. She says, I listen to my guardian angel. So she, and we're, we're, we've got a good crowd here. Um, so who was the first, what was the first, I don't know, angel, entity, guide, whoever, who, who kind of spoke to you that you knew who they were? Three Native American chiefs, Dolmite Richard, Geronimo, when my dad passed in 1970, we were in Virginia Beach. He was with the Black Aces BF-41 squadron off of the Roosevelt Carrier, died off of Italy at night, night crash. A neighbor brought me three, brought my mom, I'm two, brought three drawings by a famous artists. The guy who did the Mad Magazine cover, Alfred E. Newman, mm-hmm. Jack Davis, mm-hmm. did 16,000 drawings. So it's drawings of Dolmite Richard, Geronimo. She handed them over to my mom. Backstory filled in decades later by angels. It was for protection. And so those hung on my bed over, you know, on my wall above my bed, um, not as an adult, as a kid. And then one dinner party, flash forward to Austin, maybe 2010. I've been playing the 1920 psychic and I was, I was no more energy. Couldn't help anybody. I was having a dinner party. I knew this one woman was going to ask me a question and I heard out of nowhere, send her up to one of the bedrooms, have her talk to the chiefs, get her answers and punt. I had to circle my wagons. I had nothing left to give. So sure enough, in the middle of the dinner, she asked me a question. Sure enough, I punt as instructed. She's gone for 45 minutes. She comes back with a smile on her face, looking happy. She's like, thanks. I got all my answers, talking to three pictures on the wall. They're right there on the wall, hanging in my office. And uh, she had talked to Dolmife, Red Shirt Toronto, three unconditional love spirits. Uh, Very gentle, very amazing, a lot of humor. And uh, that started the whole ball rolling. I was like, note to self, I hid my shock. I got to meet these guys and all my older friends in their fifties and sixties took to it again, like ducks to water. I took Mm. six months dragging my feet. Um, So most people probably know who Geronimo is, though they've heard of Geronimo, the Indian chief who are just, just for the sake of background, who, who are dull knife and red shirt. Dullknife and red shirt are two other native American chiefs. Uh, Anyone can just Wikipedia them. They're unconditional love figures between the three of them. Their strength is helping anyone navigate any situation. From point A to point B. It could be health, wellness, um, 
relationships, career, and so on. So picture being able to get unlimited detailed answers and in any language. I only speak some French. So if you're needing it in Hindi or Telugu and you're from India, you get it that way. This is uh, between the photos and the direct experience and me stepping out of the way. This is, uh, it's hard to take in. It's, it's hard for the thinkers of the world to allow for this possibility. But imagine what happens if scientists sit down and start getting their answers. Right. So now you mentioned like really quickly, I, I heard you gloss over it. Like you like having kind of like some psychic stuff where you were actually, I guess it sounds like in the beginning, you actually were giving people the answers, but now you've transitioned sort of into a different way of working. What kind of brought you into that different way of working with people? Well, I think it's like riding a bike. I mean, if you could, if you're sitting there and hammering the 10 year old or the person who wants to learn how to ride a bike, all the technical know-how, they're not getting the experience. It's so much more fun to do finger painting on your own and just go to it and then get some tips. If they get stuck on a certain color or a certain design, then give some help. But the direct learning is the compassionate act. I think everyone's fully talented. I think anyone can listen, anyone can see, but it's the Zen thing, seeing without seeing, hearing without hearing, smelling without smelling, you can smell any ocean. You're in your heart and you're tapping, if you wanna call it a multi-dimensional experience and go woo woo woo, fine. But it's, uh, it's a little bit of the Jedi Star Wars stuff. It's just athletics. Anybody who's ever been in the zone before, a musician, when you've played the best song ever or just hugging your dog or a family moment, when you're in the zone, that's all this is, is tapping your existing skills and then engaging the universe beyond your own thinking to have amazing stuff happen. Not just dancers, hugs, seeing, even healing, colorblind people have seen colors. Wow. I didn't do a thing. I'm, I get sleepy afterwards. Mm, interesting. Interesting. All right. It's time for us to take our second break. When we come back, let's maybe give our audience some examples. Maybe if you could talk about, not, not reveal their names or anything, but talk about maybe some client experiences of people that you've worked with and, and what's happened for them from like having this direct experience with their angels. Okay. Sure thing. Absolutely. Wonderful. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking this hour with Michael Andre Ford, and we will be right back after these messages. Do you feel uninformed about menopause and how it impacts on your life? Hi, I'm Pat Duckworth, women's health strategist and host of the Hot Women Rock radio show, empowering women leaders at menopause. Join me every Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. UK Time on talkradio.nyc for interviews with inspirational women who will share their top tips to rock your world. Hey everybody, it's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc. Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc.
Do you run or are ready to open your own business? Hi, I'm Jeremiah Fox. I've been operating and opening small business for the last 25 years, and I'm the host of the new show, The Entrepreneurial Web. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern time for insights and stories on the nuances of running small business right here on Fridays at noon, talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Um, before we get started, Michael, I have a question from Patty on the Facebook Live. She says, can you clarify spirit guides and angels? I hear voices, but I think it's my guardian angel. So I think she's kind of asking, like, what's the difference between a spirit guide and an angel? Uh, describe angels as just unconditional love beings beyond human thinking. Um, definitely a category is the best I could do. Uh, Unconditional love spirit guides a little closer to earth. So think Native American chiefs, Einstein, Gandhi, sort of passed over humans, Mother Teresa. Um, these are all folks people can meet. Joshu, Lao Tzu, um, if you like the Zen thing. Um, but Buddha, you know, uh, Buddha, Jesus, Mary, uh, Muhammad, those are much bigger figures. I'm not saying there's hierarchy. There's no structure in my book. It's all available. But uh, angels are definitely their own category, dip, beings of light versus light beings. So you can meet Seth from the 1970s, Zoroaster, if you can believe this, from that old, old, old religion, northern Iran, described himself as a light being. You know, hmm. it's Again, everyone has these direct experiences. 2,000 plus people have done this. So it's really uh, kind of seeing how this unfolds. It, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't 170 figures at the beginning. It was three chiefs, Plato, a few. Wait, did you say 170? Yeah, there's 170 figures so far I'm counting. I got a little notebook that's falling apart. I got to write this stuff down. <laughs> when they come in one way, light energy form, you know, one could be rainbow light, another's pink. Uh, you know, faith is yellow, hope is peach colored. Those are angels. Um, but you can see full on with or without wings. If it's Audrey Hepburn, an angel, we all know her, actress. Mm. You can see her, get your answers from her, feel her hand on your shoulder. This is all mind blowing experience stuff many mirrors so let me ask you like when you first started working this way can maybe you tell us an experience of one of your clients that like kind of like surprised you like oh wow there's like something really powerful going on here sure well, look a lot of people will cry not because i'm telling bad dad jokes i tell a lot of dad jokes to get you out of here to here but it's because they've been carrying around something they didn't tell you that their divorce from 10 years ago is still with them so picture mm. samsonite luggage with them when they're dumping it, and it's really just angels, the universe coming in, setting the table, a lot of compassion. It's your chance to let go. So you dump the stuff that doesn't serve. Thinking doesn't hang around for the session. It doesn't like unconditional love, extra compassion. But I'll give you a couple practical examples. I mean, I've had people yawn for five hours straight. They're either in the middle of a huge health crisis, 50-50, they check out, or they've got a lot of letting go, a lot of trauma, drama, you name it. Mm -hmm. um, 
A good example is though, if I'm picking somebody up at the airport, I haven't touched a steel girder and dump all their stress and what they know, what they think their situation is. And then they do the session on the return trip at the airport. I'm like, hey, do you want to touch the steel girder or the street light post out in front of my house? Do you want to pick up that baggage again? And they get a wild look in their eye. They'll hop in their car and speed off because they know they've been caring a little more than they needed to. And that's all of us. It's me. It's you. Uh, we all do some yep. thinking. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Has anyone gotten any like physical healing or like physical things that happened to them after a session? Sure. And I I put everything as an allow, ask and listen or make your requests and allow for receiving. So healing is a big part of it. It's, you know, not everyone needs healing. I'd say just the act of opening up and being loved, being in your heart is healing. We can all use it. Um, But there's there's folks who've had eye troubles, who've talked about an interview here and there and they've gotten help. Um, I try not to put too much emphasis on it because it's really a personal thing for each person. But mm. yeah, I, I, I call it getting hugs. You feel goosebump, yummy in the tummy, 10 million ways to get a hug. But as soon as you get over that phenomena and you start allowing for the hugs to get bigger, think of it as an energy whoosh. It might take somebody to get rid of cedar fever, 20 requests, and I've had that happen. Um, whereas somebody who's a real thinker might take a thousand requests. It, it's really up to you and the universe. What's written, what's not written. So here's the deal. I think no limits is a really nice concept, but there's a lot of realists out there. And we knew no limits as a kid, but my big thing is, well, what happens if no limits really means no limits. And if the universe is actually, the angels aren't restricted by human thinking. Human thinking is a real drag, drag on the life experience and everything else. Um, slows everything down so when you go for awareness the heart opening up allowing everything comes in so if you can ask for healing and allow for it why not is there anything you know over the years that happened during a session that like really surprised you or really shocked you um there's a lot of seeing and there's a lot of yes you have stuff happen Angels can do pretty much anything so depending on how loosey-goosey you are how open you are how ready you are I mean, you can have angel light in front of you and it's butterflies and it's there to entertain. It can be Disney-esque, but if it's a little more serious, yes. Uh, when you go to sea, you can talk directly to, you know, a Native American chief, to an angel, Archangel Michael. You're seeing directly and having a two-way. You can walk with them. I mean, what will you allow? Most people like to do their seeing with their eyes closed. I'm the type that helps you push all your boundaries back. So I make sure you get a direct full-on seeing experience with your eyes open. Odds are, most folks will retreat back to seeing with their quote third eye. Um, it's just easier. People feel more comfortable. We have right. habits. We have a lot of habits. I bust those habits wide yeah. open. Yeah. I'm just wondering, is there something, is there some either type of personality or life experience that when somebody comes to you that makes them either more open and more able to have that experience and, or less, or is it really just up to people's individual personality? Uh, I'd say it's timing a little bit. I mean, look, uh, there's no interference. I don't want to interfere. I don't want to tell anybody anything. I've already said more than I normally would, but angels definitely don't want to interfere life itself. I mean, experience is what you get when you don't get what you want. How about that? Hmm. Um, but if you want to open up and go beyond experience and start flowing your energy, stop wasting energy with thinking, start being in the heart, like, you know, your best, best athletic moment, or when you're writing the book, 50 pages float out of you in a day. Everything was easy. The, the music, dancing, whatever, cooking, yoga. Um, you can tap that anytime you want. Athletes think they're in a slump. Well, it's thinking. So imagine, again, the possibilities when you ditch my cord. I set the table. I'm connected with you. 
I get sleepy afterwards. A lot of stuff happens that can be jaw dropping. And that has happened over time. Um, you know, when you gave people the camera and they could snap a photo and they're like, holy cow, or they hear something, it's singing, a chime, anything. It's, they need their past over relative. Those are, you know, those are very shocking experiences. It can take months to kind of get over it all. And people can tighten up afterwards. Um, mm. even the best 40 year veteran intuitive, there's always room for expansion and improvement as, is also another bottom line. You can right. always open up more and experience more. No right. Right. But, but it sounds like it's not one size fits all. It's not that like everybody who comes to you is going to have the same experience or they're going to see the same colors or same images or same shapes. It's, it's, everything's going to be different depending on the person. Absolutely. And the ex- extent of their experience too varies it's really, think of the diversity on the planet, whether you're from India, you're a Buddhist, you're an athlete, you're this, that, um, which language you speak, what you've previously had, near-death experience, folks. You don't have to have a near-death experience anymore to have that near-death experience. If you want to think mm-hmm. heaven is for real, the little boy, you know, you can see heaven and brought that to you if seeing heaven's important to you. Angels can deliver a visual, eyes open, eyes closed, any which way that's helpful. If you want to see you, if you want to have your book, next book handed to you, title, chapter, the details, who to go to for an agent, who to have as other, you know, Greg Braden's of the world to endorse your book, so be it. But but a lot of people have resistance to this idea that they can just get this information directly, right? I mean, I'm I'm shocked. There's gambling going on in the casino. I'm shocked. There's thinking and resistance. <laughs> now, that's the name of the game. Look, mankind, rat race, it's normal. That's thinking itself. Forget about all the big corporate stuff, climate, you know, global warming, all the rest. Maybe it's not up to mankind to fix much. It's our opportunity being here to grow internally and be aware of how we're spending our energy. Very few people are running around doing love and kindness these days if you're watching the news or you're yeah. this group or that group. That's our opportunity for expansion right there. And this is that whole Seth quote from the 70s. It's not going to be found on the outside. It's going to be found through your heart, through the world you know, and into a broader world. And whether you talk religion, philosophy, peaceful warrior, Dan Millman, so many others have quoted that type of stuff before. Chogim Trungpa talked about it as well. He's great to meet. I early on to show you how dense I am, I was like, man, Americans are going to have a hard time meeting you. Give me a nickname that's easier. He said, call me Gentle Frank. And I've had two students who studied under him in like the 70s or 60s who got to, got to meet him. I just pull back the veil. And so they were super thankful. One guy in India who's a video journalist uh, on the TV side, and he didn't study under him, but he's met him and met Mother Teresa. So he met both those figures. So this is a lot to take uh-huh. in, but I just make it a happy experience. Um, yeah, you have to be willing and you'd have to allow for any of this. There's a lot of people, you know, it's nine to five. It's the rat race. It's rinse, repeat. They don't look up. Right. So, so we just got a couple of minutes before break. What kind of changes have you seen in clients? Like after they come and they've had this experience, what happens next? I mean, we said there's like a variety, but can you give our audience maybe just a taste of for those people who are actually open to it, who didn't like tighten up afterwards, what shifted, what changed in their life? What happened to them as people afterwards? Sure. You get to fall in love with life again itself. Have fun, lighten up. Don't take yourself too seriously. Don't take anything too seriously. Gain a broader perspective. Remember, perspective itself can change anything. We can stick with just the business books that are self-help or self-help books themselves. Think of 10,000 experts out there all doing their thing. Tony Robbins, 
Deepak Chopra, maybe not the highest five, but whatever. They're mm-hmm. all doing excellent at what they do and they might resonate with you. But at some point you might be like, hey, I'm only getting told what to do. This is a chance to jump into the swimming pool and swim like an Olympic swimmer. You can be that Jedi out of Star Wars or be pick, pick a Tyler Henry, the Hollywood medium. But this time you don't have to feel the heart attack that Uncle Joe had. You can just chat away with an angel, with Plato, with Joe Shu from you know, ancient China. You can meet a djinn, fairies. Um, like I said, a lot of figures. You can meet your guardian angel, your posse, your cheerleading squad that's helping you out. What do you think happier intuition has been your whole life? This, mm. this is so much easier for anybody who's light at heart. You could be 70 years old or it could be the quintessential 17-year-old or 25-year-old. I've had a few people who say, sounds good, what's next? I got it. And I'm like, oh my God, they just did something in five seconds. Everybody else takes 45 minutes. You know, 10 right. questions takes one person an hour and a half to listen. You talk to three figures at once, you get your answers. But some people get through it in 15 minutes. It's just mm-hmm. how fast can they flow their ink? And then the hugging part, no problem. They're already off to asking for more. Recharge my batteries. You know, I got an injured muscle. What will you allow for is the real question. And you're good wherever you're at. I wouldn't mm-hmm. want to change a thing, but there's always more room for growth. Right, right, right. So it's kind of up to the individual of what they're able to allow in and and, yep. and really even j- just what they want and that we can ask for help at any point in time. Like we don't have to suffer through it. We can always ask for help to alleviate whatever challenge we're in the middle of at the moment. True. It's still hard for people to show up. It could be just the casual coffee for introductions. They could have paid for a session. Thinking gets in and watch how fast your car engine dies. Your cousin calls mm. a cancer, something happens, you got to postpone. And then when it's right, it's right. I always tell people, if you can show up to my property or get to the Zoom call, you're all set. Mm. Everything else takes care of itself. Yeah, a lot of little miracles. It's special. It's sacred. If you want to use some words, the only real lingo I try to use is compassion, unconditional love. And then, um, you know, if you can trust that angels exist, uh, your answers and more will come. Right, right. And we can all have our own concept of what an angel is. It doesn't have to fit into any one thing. Yeah, but for Buddhists, Buddha, Buddha exists, Kuan Yin, meet them, Chogyam Trungpa, um, right. all the different quadrants. Right. If you're Catholic, you get married, Jesus, Muhammad, uh, God, and so on. Right. Got it. Got it. Okay. Time for us to take our last break. When we come back, um, let's just talk about sort of the state of the world and how angels can maybe help the world or if the world even needs help at the moment, because that, that, that in itself could be a controversial statement. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern right here on talkradio.nyc. And all over Facebook, on Facebook Live, and on all the podcasting platforms, Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, uh, Pandora, iHeartRadio, you name it, we're there. Uh, Just look for the Conscious Consultant Hour, and we will be right back after these messages. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you a small business trying to navigate the COVID-19 related employment laws? 
Hello, I'm Eric Sauver, employment law business law attorney and host of the new radio show, Employment Law Today. On my show, we'll have guests to discuss the common employment law challenges business owners are facing during these trying times. Tune in on Tuesday evenings from 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern Time on talkradio.nyc. Gateway to the Smokies. It airs on talkradio.nyc every Tuesday night from 6 p.m. to 7. Every episode is dedicated to memorable experiences in the Great Smoky Mountains National Park and surrounding areas. This show features experts and locals who will expound upon the richness of culture, history, and adventure that awaits you in the Smokies. Tune in every Tuesday from 6 p.m. to 7 on talkradio.nyc. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC at www.talkradio.nyc. Now broadcasting 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I see William uh, saying hi on the Facebook Live. Welcome, William. I guess we get the trifecta today. Sanaya, Patty, and William all together on the Facebook Live. Thank you. And I'm sure there are many others out there. I see some other people uh, uh, tuning in as well. Um, So, Michael, uh, it sounds like even though you may have been through some difficult times, you've never really lost this, this, this... I don't know what I'd call the optimistic view of life. Um, A lot of people have gone through a pretty rough time over the last 18 months. What do you feel would kind of help people that even though, you know, maybe they lost loved ones or maybe they lost their job or maybe they, 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 they haven't been able to travel or go out and do things they used to do. What do you think, how can the angels help us to, to experience what the world has been through in the last couple of years and, and, and not lose our, our energy, our optimism, our, our desire for life. Sure. And uh, I just remind everybody, there's an upside to the pandemic, not that there's a lot of upside, but uh, Zoom, video right. conferencing is totally acceptable now. Woo-hoo. Um, <laughs> I would say that, look, uh, when we approach any given situation in external relationships. We've got a complex person in our family. We don't have a job. We want a job. Not, you know, lacks things. It's Wayne Dyer's quote. The consciousness that thinks we have a problem isn't the same consciousness that we need to have to allow for a growth for that job to come in and everything else. So picture things being a lot more simple than we're going to allow. And I'm not going to fight anybody on that. I think, you know, not having a job or struggling on a certain front is, is a norm. It's part of life, uh, the ebb and flow of life. Um, But now picture what happens if you really do have 
the cavalry or angels or groups of beings willing to help. I mean, think of it this way. You're getting out of your own way to ask for help. Where are the 10 companies I'm going to apply for a job? And you just have to know how to operate a pen with some ink and listen <laughs> long enough to write your answers down and then take the action steps. I mean, no one could ever say that's possible because you'd rather go through the drama of not finding a job for a year. We don't. I mean, we'd, we'd love to be able to find a job right away, but think, think of how complex everything is. You're going through a divorce. Mm. And yet there is always a simpler, broader, more compassionate way to go and to flow. And that goes for all of man as well. You know, mankind's ready to get out of rat race mode. If you mm. want to call it a spiritual awakening, fine. Everyone's into the shift thing or the next, a lot of lingo out there and it's happening yeah. now. It's the Mayan calendar. It's all the other stuff. I just say it's a little more kindness and love that's available for anybody willing to listen. I'll put two photos up while I read one quote back to your original intro segment. There's an angel, a silhouette, my guardian angel one way, four archangels another, so we can get past the concept of orbs. But you said at the beginning, talking about understanding, don't try to understand anything in this way you gain true understanding. And I love that quote. It's exactly what you said before. But I also have a quote from Chogyam Trungpa. The journey is real, more real than the waking dream of your usual life. And that journey is the inner inward journey into the heart. Mm-hmm. People are more capable, more loving than they ever realize. And that neighbor that you think's a jerk, it's Christmas Carol Scrooge. We all agree he's a jerk at the beginning, but 79 pages later, we forget he's the biggest joy giver and he's still yeah. doing the business thing. It's okay to get business answers, get your career answers, get the help you need, but think about the obstacles. What's mm-hmm. preventing you from getting out? It's the 12 inches, 18 inches you talked about. It is the true journey. It's why Peaceful Warrior, the gymnastics movie exists. It's why thousands of others, you know, the books on the shelves here, all those experts, they're all trying to get you from here to here. Right, right. Except this is direct. You actually get to chat away. Own the moment. Own own your desire to get a job, then ask about it. Get your answer. Right. So, so do you have any practices or anything that people can do to help that process along? Like if someone's listening and they're like, yeah, I want to I wanna be able to hear my angels more. I want to be able to get those answers. What can they do to, to have that experience themselves? Well, it reminds me of the Winnie the Pooh quote, which is everyone talks to animals. Oh, so we, we, everyone talks to animals, no one listens. Everyone's doing outbound. We barely realize, you know, if I say I'm going to take a breath, I'm human like everyone else. All two hours later, I realize I thought I did the breath. My thinking tells me I did the breath. I never did a breath. Meanwhile, we're breathing our entire life. So yeah. slowing down enough to go full stop. So a, a joke, humor, something meditative, a walk in nature, your best yoga exercise routine, whatever it is, take a nap, wake up. You're fresh from the nap. That's when you're the most open, a hot shower, whatever it takes. There's so many people out there showing you so many different ways to let go, but then sit down and actually listen. Hey, are you there? And hear a little yes. Now it's going to freak you out. You you saw Julia Roberts in that movie, Eat, Pray, Love in the bathroom. The bathroom scene, go to bed is what the angel said. Mm. Um, You know, she was worrying about her divorce, taking life too seriously. Look, we take everything too seriously. We think it's totally real. Try telling anybody their troubles aren't really their troubles. That's not, that's not going to work. Yeah, that that's doesn't really I, help. Yeah. You can't tell anybody anything except people can slow down and get full service, old school, classic 1950 style, mm. all languages, any answer to any question, but you have to have the guts 
to just show up and going from here to here, even as Dan, I keep going back to Dan Millman's movie, but Socrates, that gas station attendant had some pretty wise stuff to say. It's the one place no one wants to go. You got fear, you got worry that holds you back. Mm. I see Thank Patty you. on the Facebook live says, I write letters to my guardian angel, freely write down, pouring out my heart for answers. So she, she actually writes letters to her angels and, and just waits for the answers. Yeah. And she can tee up a question, tee up the questions, leave some spaces for answers and then go for a walk. It's the Wayne Dyer thing. Again, don't mm. sit, remember the same thing. If you're picking a stressful topic, you're stressed. So walk right. away from it and do some puff questions first to lighten up and right. warm up, right. practice right. listening. I've got the photos. So, you know, you can go onto Amazon and, and look at the book. There's some photos in there that helps as a prop to convince the side of you that holds on to structure, the life jacket doesn't want to let go. And then you realize it's okay to get in the pool, to go for mm-hmm. a swim. It's like a pool party. You never want to go for a swim in the middle of a pool party. At least. So, I so it sounds like lighten up, give some space, be present and, and just allow, you yeah. know, just, 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 just imagine, use your imagination to just say, well, what if all this crazy stuff is real and if I were to hear an answer, what would it be? And look at it this way. Richard Dawkins is probably not going to jump on this practice because it would take a lot of allowing. But yeah. I'm, I'm kind of covered. I've got the testimonials, video testimonials. People can do it as a group. I've got photos. It's direct seeing, direct hearing, all your senses, eyes open, eyes shut. Um, lots of little mini miracles, uh, blah, blah, blah. But you have to want to do it. Yeah. Not about yeah. any one group, organization, structure, religion, any of that. And even think of, think about the seeking side or the spiritual side or the woo-woo side or all the organizations, the Oprah organization out there. Um, even if one person on the staff does it, it doesn't mean they're going to tell anybody else. It's yeah. scary. It's yeah. totally woo-woo-woo scary. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if somebody wants to learn more about you, find out about you, what's your website? Sure. It's just my first name, Michael, M-I-C-H-A-E-L, Andre, like the champagne, Ford, like the truck or car, MichaelAndreFord.com. Or you can go to Amazon and look up my um, author profile. It's just amazon.com forward slash author forward slash, not my name, angels. And there you can see some of my books. I have a little $4.99 book called Listening to Angels. It covers everything. You would never need me if you can follow the instructions there. Um, you know, I, I, I do help folks and it makes, makes it more fun, more interesting, and so on. Do you know anybody who's done the service? Who's done? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I had my own experience with it, and it was quite interesting. Uh, a little intense, <laughs> um, but a three-hour session is three hours. It's a lot, um, but quite fascinating. So I highly, highly recommend Michael. So Michael, thank you so much for coming on the show today. I really appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to come on and talk to our audience. And thank you. Uh, Sanaya, Patty, William for tuning in today and everybody else. I know there are a bunch of other people who also uh, were checking out the Facebook Live, Janet and Jenny. Um, and, and everybody, again, thank you for tuning in week after week. Um, I, I hope this show has served you in some way. I hope you got something out of it. And uh, we will be back next week. I have a, a very different kind of interesting guest. Um, she, she's kind of fascinating. I'm looking forward to having her on. So everybody, um, don't forget, later today, we've got Graham Dobbin in his show, uh, The uh, Mind Behind Leadership. 
at 4 p.m. Eastern time, followed by Frank Harrison with Frank About Health at 5 p.m. and Planet Pakalolo with Johnny Tsunami at 6 p.m. Thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you next week. Did you know that nearly one in five adults in the U.S. battles mental illness? Hi, my name is Albert Dabba. I'm the host of the show Extra Innings. Extra Innings, I discuss the topics of wellness, mental health, and the experience of surviving multiple suicides within my family. Listen live every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern to Extra Innings for discussions with sports figures, artists, mental health professionals, and many others. That's Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. In a post-COVID world, you may have many unanswered questions regarding your health. Are you looking to live a healthier lifestyle? Do you have a desire to learn more about mental health and enhance your quality of life? Or do you just want to participate in self-understanding and awareness? I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health, and each Thursday, I will tackle these questions and work to enlighten you. Tune in every Thursday at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will be Frank About Health to advocate for all of us. Do you love or are you intrigued about New York City and its neighborhoods? I'm Jeff Goodman, host of Rediscovering New York, a weekly show that showcases New York's history and its extraordinary neighborhoods. Every Tuesday live at 7 p.m., we focus on a particular neighborhood and explore its history, its vibe, its feel, and its energy. Tune in live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. Are you passionate about the conversation around racism? Hi, I'm Reverend Dr. TLC, host of the Dismantle Racism Show, which airs every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Join me and my amazing guests as we discuss ways to uncover, dismantle, and eradicate racism. That's Thursdays at 11 o'clock a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Have you ever thought of reinventing yourself? Are you looking to create a new life's journey? Hi, I'm Kevin Barbaro, host of Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 5, 8 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Tune in live to hear me and my guests from a variety of different backgrounds. As a former college coach and a current full-time actor and owner of multiple companies, my show is as eclectic as my life. That's Coffee Talk XL every Tuesday night, 8 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. You're listening to Talk Radio NYC. Uplift, educate, empower. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.